Welcome back to the second hour of Shop Girls on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. This is Harmony Kaplan here today with Grant Whitaker, my favorite shop boy. I know. It's such an honor to be the shop oh, boy. Isn't I it? can imagine. We probably yes. should get a little badge or something for you to wear. A well, badge of honor. Yeah, and a t shirt that says Black Belt Shopper. Yeah, (laughs) that would be good. Yes. Well, this is a portion of the show where we take questions and we are happy to talk to you. You can call us at 651-641-1071. You can always email us. You can go to mytalk1071.com and go to the Shop Girls page uh, on Twitter. It's at Allie Shops or at Harmony Kaplan. Um, We make up answers if we don't know them. So, but, but we free. did have a question earlier about yeah. petite oh, yes, shopping. Oh, yes, we did. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. And Go the ahead. one thing that I wanted to say to that, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of different staples, obviously, that are brick and mortar that you can go and do some petite things. But the interesting thing about this, and I was just really working with a client and I had to do some self discovery myself, is honestly, get online, put in petite fashion. Because yes. I don't want to direct anyone to what their style is because we're not speaking to them directly. Yeah. But there is a bevy of online businesses yes. right now that are just so specific and tailoring to certain needs. And if you haven't done that kind of self-discovery portion, it's a really good time to do that. Okay. But so if she wanted local stores that she might find petites. Yeah. You uh, know, again, we don't know. I wish she was still on the phone. We don't know what her style is and all that. Well, and you know, but, geographically, I think, you know, like I would say Macy's at Southdale has a really, really nice petite section. Do they? They do. Actually, the Southdale store is actually... Where is it now? Because it, it used to be a store of its own, but that's long gone. It's on the lower level. <gasps> okay, right. You know, where like the swim and everything yes, is? Yes, So, okay. I mean, there there are a lot of really, really great finds. I think if you are looking and you want, let's say, um, a good bargain, Yeah. you know, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, those kinds of stores have separate petite yeah. sections, which can um, tend to be really, really nice. Talbots. Yes, absolutely. Petites. uh Nordstrom has some petites anthropology. Yeah, and Chico's they, and if, another resource that right, that does right. as well. So there really are several of them, but I you know, I think sometimes if you're petite and you just you sort of panic about like where can I find stuff? Well, but the harder thing to speak to is of course the the boutiques. You right. know, because yeah. there are certain portions but they don't necessarily do it by petite sizing. Yeah. You know, but I do think of places like Bumper Shoot. She carries such a good variety of things. Danola is a great one. Grethen House. Those stores tend to have a lot of options. Dugo is another one at the Galleria. Yeah. So those are also so, some great boutique options. Okay. So we hope that. Yeah, helps absolutely. Her, whoever she may have been. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you also because this is Pride Month. Yes. But this is also uh, a big week for activities. It's a huge week. And I know that you are involved with Cambria. Yes. And the parade that is going to happen tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I have an engagement that I'm doing for Cambria. I'm, I'm kind of their master of ceremony for a really beautiful float that we have produced and put together. I mean, it's kind of, we've got a DJ and models and we are kind of taking that Cambria brand and elevating and celebrating all things Pride. And, you know, I will say this year at Pride, what's really nice is 
there are about a hundred floats. Oh, are there really? Yeah. That's so a meaning big floats break. or people walking or people participating, but a hundred participants in general. But Cambry has made such a nice investment in wanting to celebrate the community. And so I feel really honored. I mean, we have something really spectacular. And tell everyone what the parade route is so that So if you're not can... familiar, you've never been to the Pride Parade. It's Which is directly fun. downtown, down Hennepin. So the the floats line up, they come around the corner where the library is there in Hennepin, and it kind of takes you all the way down just right before the basilica is where everything kind of ends because what they then want people to do is go into loring park and shop oh, and have a good time right. and experience music and the vendors and i mean it really so is what, a nice celebration in loring park all the stuff that's going on i mean obviously there must be yeah there's two stages that, that are in loring park so you can always there's music typically that goes on all day there's bigger acts that happen at night i think brandy was either tonight or tomorrow. Um, then there's shops and vendors and local vendors. And, you know, of course, there's a lot of informative stands that are just giving you pride awareness that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot, a lot to see and a lot to witness. And, and the parade starts at what time tomorrow? At 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock yeah. tomorrow. Okay. And it's nice. You can really line up. There's a lot of places that do kind of rooftop parties. So if you've never done this before, it's a first time experience. Get out and... And yeah, see that it. sounds I'll, great. You can wave. I'll wave to you from the <laughs> Cambria float. Okay. Yes. Well, that sounds good. I would go just to see you wave. Oh, and we've got yeah. some great outfits, too. Do you? Yes. Are they from certain stores? Or you it's put all, together, um, or what? It's all, we're, we're going to call it Pride Responsible Cambria Objective Clothing. Really fun. Okay, wait. <laughs> let me write that down. That was Pride Objective Cambria. Cambria Responsible Clothing. Okay. Well, meaning it's fun and fabulous and wonderful. Okay. And hey, celebratory. You don't need anything more than that. Yes. You know, there's also a lot of retailers, um, all the way from Converse to Disney, who have released a lot of um, LGBTQ-themed uh, items to celebrate. Yes. Um, Pride Month. But there's also, you know, some controversy because there are companies that, uh, like H&M, yeah, they sort of made waves because they launched their first ever pride collection, but they had a lot of things that apparently are not made in countries that um, support gay support, culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the the merchandise has been made in China and Turkey and Bangladesh and in India. This is New York Times reporting this, right? And they just wonder about. The whole thing. What's what's your take on all this? Well, you know, the interesting thing about this is is this the the pride movement in the last couple of years. And there was an article at the beginning of June that I was reading about all these major retailers and how much money they make off of pride oh, clothing. I'm sure, and taking the rainbow and kind of bringing it to life. Yeah, and a lot of positive, wonderful stuff. And, you know, I think anything that supports the community and shopping, that's great. This is really interesting, though, because I think we are in a time right now where you know, I'm a gay male. I want to represent my own community. Um, and I think we make a lot of different strides to try to honor everyone. Mm-hmm. And in a situation like this, where a company is profiting off of something that we consider to be pride, right? Um, maybe not the best choice to be working no. with someone who's really not honoring their own pride in their own backyard. Yeah. Because, you know, I also would say in, in that situation, I would want to honor my brothers and sisters from India and Bangladesh and their struggles. Right, right. Yeah, it's kind of hard to understand. Now, do you know other companies that 
legitimately are doing. Yeah. Um, you know, I, the, what was really great is I did an engagement like Macy's has a huge, wonderful pride department. Target has a huge department. I mean, I'm just thinking locally. There's no one that I can't think of. Um, uh, Kenneth Cole has some of the most classy pride t-shirts oh, where like really? the rainbow looks like i mean it, it almost looks more like you were he was doing something designed for the olympics oh you know okay. i mean so there's some really there's classy nice pieces that have been done yeah but like local retailers like a rack stack for example will bring in beautiful little rainbow pieces so you know i mean it's just a nice way of of looking at that and and if not for a, a rainy day you have a little rainbow to brighten up your day yeah i can't that's not all bad no you know? exactly that's so a good thing so all right, well, so we all know what we can do tomorrow. It'll Absolutely. Be a, it'll be a fun day. Um, speaking of rainbows. Yes. Uh, Gigi, did, did you like that little, you know, transition there? You're always um, so wise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gigi Hadid, we haven't talked about her for long. We try to update every week if we can. But it's hard to keep up with her. Um, she was at the Consul of Fashion Designers of America Award Ceremony mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And she was dressed in... Versace. Yeah, but I, it's not the Versace. label. It's a cat suit in basically multicolor. I mean, it, it's like the kind of thing that basically only Gigi Hadid could wear. Yeah. Um, it certainly is something that you notice, but I don't know that it would be for everyone, but she sure made it look good. I love it. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's from the, the, the Versace line that was taken, obviously from from G, the Gianni days. It's a reemergence, a recreation of that kind of '90s. It's his, um, what they were calling his, the the honoring of him through this line. But it's really interesting. She wore this specifically because this is something that Naomi Campbell wore in the '90s. Yeah, and you know, was flashed all over with Gianni, and so she was doing this to kind of honor her and. and in Versace. I just hope she didn't have to go to the bathroom. Um, anyway, oh, well, good to know. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't she did know the detox how she was going to get out of that. But okay, the other thing that she wore out on the town mm-hmm. was a, an actual wedding dress. Yeah. Um, she's twenty three, and they but said not she's traditional wedding dress. No, she's certainly you know not talking about walking down the aisle anytime soon. But she was out and about in an Andreas Kronthaler. For Vivian Westwood, bridal dress, uh, wearing it with white velvet pumps. And, you know, I mean, she seemed to carry it off really well. But I think there are some wedding dresses that you can do that with. Well, here was the interesting thing about this. Well, first of all, I mean, the material is to die for. It was gorgeous. Yeah. But it's something that you could wear as a bride and be non-traditional. And as a regular fashionista, look great in it on yeah. a daily basis. No, and she did. Her other thing, and I have to just quickly mention it before we take a break. She has been wearing these um, very high sneakers, platform sneakers, much like you have on today. I wore them in, in honor of you today. You, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Apparently, they're really comfortable, and it is uh, it's it's reminiscent rage. of a 90s yes. rave sneaker, but they're coming back. If Gigi wears it, you know it's okay. We have to take a break because I have to prepare for my tech report <laughs> right after this. Welcome back to Shop Girls. you know who that was? I, I I don't really. Was it Selena? No, it was Taylor Swift. Oh. That surprised me. I haven't heard this song. Is this brand new, Hope? 
It's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. Well, I really like it. If I were to look at my screen, it would have said su- Taylor Swift. Yes, I know, Swift. but I saw you hadn't looked. Um, I don't usually love all of her things, but I kind of like that. Oh. That yeah, good. she came out with those two, like, kind of, I don't know, like, kind of angry oh, <laughs> sounding lyrics ones, oh. and this one's a little softer side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, in case you just tuned in, you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And Allie's voice has not gotten deeper. No, it hasn't. <laughs> this is Mama. This is Harmony Kaplan. And I'm here with Grant Whitaker. And you know what time it is, Grant. Everybody's on the edge of their seat, I'm sure. I'm cheering. Because it's time for my tech report. The internet is, is a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's tech report. Well... This is something that I'm sure you will be more interested in than you might be in some of my uh, important information. Amazon uh, has a clothing try-on service called Prime Wardrobe, and it is now open. They were testing it on beta um, over this past year, but it's now open to all Prime subscribers. And the whole idea, it actually resembles, you know, like Stitch Fix or Tog and Porter or Trunk Club, some of these other personalized online shopping services. But these services employ in-house stylists who pull everything together for you and, you know, after you take a quiz and all that. But Amazon Prime Wardrobe, consumers fill in their own boxes with between three and eight items. So you shop on there and you Fill out, fill in the boxes with whatever you want. When they arrive, you have a week to try them on and decide which ones you want to keep and the ones you want to return. And there are no upfront costs. There's no styling fees. All you pay for is the clothing that you decide to keep. Hmm. And, you know, it seems like, you know, people have the, the initial craze kind of for these 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 um, services is... It's been around for a while, but but I think part of the difference is that Amazon also, besides uh, services for women, they also are offering this for men and for children. And they've got both luxury goods and more affordable ones. So you can you know get whatever you want. A, a prime wardrobe identifies items that may fit your style, um, but... The clothing on this site, not all of the clothing, you got to be careful because not all of the clothing on the site will be eligible. So make sure when you shop, you look and see that it says prime wardrobe section of the site. Hmm. Now, would you ever use something like that? No, I mean, I wouldn't because, you know, and some I'm, you know, I'm in the style community and, you know, but I don't think that it's not a great resource. So I'm right in the middle. I think it would be I think if you were. You know, especially because there's services for for male and for kids. I think it yeah. would, could be something that's really beneficial for most people. Well, and I kind of think that the idea of being able to pick out your own things instead right. of somebody else doing it for you, unless you know, I mean, I guess for some people who don't feel that they know what well, and they the, want, that's well, different. But if you do, you know, to be able to go and just pick out what you like. Well, it's funny because we had that debate debate about brick and mortar businesses versus online shopping, right? Yeah. And so now it's that same debate. Like, do you use somebody as a real personal stylist or are you using kind of an online service to do that? Yeah. You know, so I think there's there's benefits to both. But obviously, Amazon had to get in on it. You know? Well, it's, yeah, you knew they, they would. OK, They're so trendy. now this is the big thing with Instagram. 
It's been in all the headlines. But in case you haven't heard about it, they are going to increase the video time limits from one minute to 10 minutes for most users because they're trying to lure the younger viewers away from YouTube. Hmm. You know, leave it. You know, Instagram is owned by Facebook. Yeah. And, you know, they're not going to let anybody get ahead of them. Um, This was just announced this Wednesday. And so Instagram accounts that have large audiences will actually be able to go as long as an hour. Uh, And the video will be available through Instagram on a new app that's called IG. TV. Clever, right? Very. Uh, and the the video will eventually give Facebook, which is the parent company, more opportunities to sell advertising. And that's what it's all about. But they obviously are, are taking a uh, page from their rival's playbook because they are mimicking Google's YouTube. But what they are doing, it, it, first of all, it's interesting because Instagram, do you know how old it is? No. It's now almost eight years old. Okay. I didn't realize it had been around that long. Well, yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And what, what they're doing, they, they want it to be a creative hub. And so what, what they, this I found fascinating. Google um, bought YouTube for $1.76 billion, almost 12 years ago. And YouTube has 1.8 billion users. But Instagram, which Facebook bought uh, for a billion six years ago, they're up to a billion users. And they had 800 million nine months ago. So they are definitely gaining on them. And the most important thing, 72% of U.S. kids that are between 13 and 17 use Instagram. So it's second to YouTube, um, which has 85%. So they're they're growing. And the other thing that they're going to be doing is they're going to be having, you know, it'll be vertical, just like Instagram mm-hmm. pictures, Instagram stories are. So it will fill the whole screen of a smartphone, which is the main way young people watch videos. So um, it should be interesting if they can attract people away from um, from YouTube. I just hope the content's good. Well, that would sort of help, wouldn't it? You it know, was. because yeah. I mean, the thing is, you also have to think about Instagram sometimes with people and their filters and things like that. Yeah. You know, because you also don't want to get a reality shock where you, you know, you, you're like, oh, you're really beautiful. And then, yeah. oh my God, your video. Ooh. <laughs> you know, well, it's, you know, they're, they're all in there competing with one another yes. and they've got the big bucks to do it. Here's something. Do you have trouble sleeping at night? Do you have trouble falling asleep? Sometimes. Okay. Well, Bose, and we certainly know that Bose is a top name in, in ties into our wellness category. Okay. Well, they are launching a new product that promises to help insomniacs. So, um, every Bose product that you've ever, um, worn in or around your ears was meant so you could hear something, but this is called Bose sleep buds and they go on sale. They, they, did they go on sale last Thursday or no, they go on sale this coming Thursday And they are actually supposed to help you get a good night's sleep by quietly distracting external noises. I do not Mm. understand exactly how it works. They are not cheap. They're $249, but they stay in your ears. And they are not designed to stream music or listen to anything. What they want to do, they don't want to pump white noise in or anything like that. They are not active noise canceling. But they 
I, I love the way they explain this. They exploit proprietary noise masking technology. And they come with 10 preloaded soothing sleep tracks, such as rustling leaves oh. or gentle waves. And it mirrors the frequencies of snoring or barking dogs. So it silences all the noises. Well, I mean, I think that sounds... It all the sounds things that could keep you awake. Rather amazing. Yeah, it does. And you, you do have to play one of the sleep tracks to get the proper effect. You can't just put the earbuds in. But they actually, you can sleep with them. I mean, you can turn on your side and all that, and it's not going to be a problem. And they come in a lovely brushed aluminum charging case, and oh. so it's easy to travel with. Um, but they, they say they can't block all the sounds by pumping up the bo- volume. But besides machines can't cover it, the earplugs can't block it, earbuds are meant for sitting, standing, or moving, can't be worn when you're laying. Might be nice for travel, like on a plane, too. Yeah, that's probably true, too. But So you can also set an alarm through the sleep buds to wake you, which I don't understand. In theory, it won't wake the person you're sleeping with. Um, But you don't want to hear that conventional, you know, bedside alarm. So... I don't really understand how that works. But I think that would be great, especially if you've got a partner and you're, you know, you've got to wake up at a particular time and don't want to wake them up. Yep, that's true. So anyway, these um, will be selling for $249, but, you know, Bose is certainly known for their engineering. So Mm -hmm. they might be something you want to check into. I can't even tell any more things were over time. Well, and you, you were ahead of the curve. I was. They're not even on the market yet. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) And when we get back, we'll have all kinds of more news for you here on Shop Girls. Welcome back to Shop Girls. This is Harmony Kaplan along with Grant Whitaker. Allie will be back next week. So she says. Yes. Do you think we can believe her? I think she'll be back. Yeah, I think so. I I think this is one of her favorite places to be, too. I think so, too. She does like being here. And we like having her um, anyway, we've got lots more things to talk about. You're listening, as I said, to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071 FM. But I guess that's, you know that, right? If it's 1071, it has to be FM, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I was so surprised that you said <sighs> FM. Well, I, yeah. I was like, oh, look at you. You're, yeah, I just wanted to show that I knew you're that. You're having too. a little more finesse I, in your movement neat. over there. So, <laughs> whatever. Must, must be all that pride talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about this uh, local couple who's getting a shot at a HGTV television mm-hmm. show, which is kind of cool. Um, their names are Heather and Brad Fox, and they actually co-own a Minnetonka company called Fox Homes. And they're going to star in a program called Stay or Sell. It's a pilot show. And they're focusing on the decisions between updating your house or, you know, accommodating everyone else having to move to a new home. Yeah. Which, isn't that like flip and... I was just going to say, it's like like, it's the Midwest version of flip or flop. Yeah, but that isn't what it's called. What is it called? Flip or... It is. Hope, do you know what it's called? I don't know what it's called. I think it is flip or flop. No. It is. It's flip or something. Well, there's flipping out. Isn't that one yeah, of them too? I don't know. Whatever it is. There's so many. Yes, of there them. is. Is flip, it really? Flip or flops. Oh, there really is. That See, is I the told couple you. that's not together anymore. <laughs> oh, right. I remember she, that. But I didn't yeah. remember the name of the show. Okay. Well, this I don't couple. Know if 
I, doing yeah. the show. But yeah, they were. I okay. don't know if they still get are. in or but get anyway. out. <laughs> <laughs> but this one is a couple that is together, and it's stay or sell. Anyway, they've been selling and building and redesigning homes in the Twin Cities for almost ten years, and they actually HGTV found them, which I think is interesting. And so they're doing a pilot that is going to air on July 9th at 10 p.m. And it's going to follow them as they help a St. Louis Park um, couple uh, choose between renovating their current home or buying a new one. It's supposed to, they're, they're having a show launch party. If you want to go to that, it's at 8 p.m. on July 9th at 6 Smith in Wyzetta. So, uh, you know, they don't know yet if it will be picked up or not. It depends upon the ratings. And so if well, you'd yeah. like to see a local couple and if they continue, they will be doing shows locally. So it means, you know, you could have a chance to well, you know, I mean, come to your house. Well, on that TV pilot stuff, I mean, I've done that before, too, in the past. You just never know. You can go out and film a show and you think it's going to be you know, a banger. It's going to be great. Yeah. And then it just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Well, it, that happens sometimes, it does. you know, but at least they've got their chance. So, exactly. you know, we well, wish, good luck to them. We wish them well. I think well. it's great that they're local. Yeah, I do too. So anyway, let's go from that to some, Oh, I know what I want to ask you about first. I saw this article and since you're here, you can speak to it better than I can. Cause I don't often wear ties and um, pocket squares, but there was an article about, do you mix or do you match? How do you do it? And I think a lot of men really get confused about how you go about wearing a pocket square. Well, I'm going to start by saying I think a pocket square sometimes on a suit is a must. I think it looks really... Finishes it off. It does. I mean, but the thing is, again, this article in particular, which I think is very true, is that you don't want to over-coordinate your look. Yeah. So, like, if you, let's say you're feeling your moment, you're going to do a little bit of like a men's purple shirt with maybe a little bit of tie that might coordinate with that. Don't take that same, you know, color into your pocket square because what it does is it throws you off a little bit. So you want that streamlined look. So if you are someone who may be wanting to try a pocket square, what are you looking at? What are you thinking of? A lot of this too is that you can look at those pocket squares sometimes as neutrals. You know, so don't think purple and purple. Think maybe purple and uh, navy, you know, things like that that you can do to kind of mix it up or a pattern. I was just going to say, if you have a tie with a pattern, can you have another pattern? No. Oh, no. Because the thing is, that becomes like the accessory. Wait a minute, Grant. In women's clothing, they show mixing and matching of patterns. But we're not talking about women's clothing at the moment, are we? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but why should there be different rules for men? Why, if you had, let's because say... Because we don't, like, I think for women, like, think of it this way. If you were wearing one necklace, you wouldn't wear another necklace on your pocket square. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you wouldn't do, like, a double necklace. So when you think about that suit line, like, think of it walking down the runway. You're going to focus in on the tie because that might be a print, but it's going to take you away from that if there's something in the same color realm or a similar print that might be in the pocket square. But even like if you had a print, you couldn't have like let's say a tiny little dot. Well, you could on your pocket square. The, the focus is you you want to change up the color family a little bit. It's the color more. Yes, exactly. Okay, well you know you're the authority. What do I know? Well, okay. you know if you say so. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. always want to talk about ladies' uh, fashion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's something I know a little more about. Not a lot, but there are some new beauty products. That are out there that are kind of interesting. I thought this was a really good idea. There is now a smart hair dryer and it turns itself 
off. And what I think is so great about this, it's a first of its kind. It's got a built-in sensor. So if you're drying your hair and your arm gets tired or you want to you know, fix something on your hair, you can set it down and it goes off. You don't have to worry about getting the switches or, you know, I always get it wrong and I push it to high instead of off or whatever. Yeah. So you set it down and it goes off. And as soon as you pick it up, it turns back on. So that's like what, $40 to $100 extra just because you don't want to move your thumb? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you're so nasty. It is a little expensive. Well, I, um, you know, I need a hair dryer. It is a, a Lux hair dryer, yeah. and it is $250. Told you. At Sephora. Well, you were right, but I mean, sometimes. But it might be nice for the hairdresser that might be roll brushing your hair. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that it probably is. I mean, if it wasn't so expensive, I would like it. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, maybe they'll come That's out. That's a good with, Christmas present. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Put that for on you. your list for me, okay? <laughs> All right, then the other thing is a um, multi-barrel round brush. That's perfect for curls. Now, this is not something I would ever use, but I understand. I, I First of all, I love the name because first I thought it said it was Olive Garden, but it's <laughs> Olivia Garden. I think she should have changed the name. It's the Olivia Garden Multi-Barrel Brush, and yeah. it's a three-piece kit. Now, this is only... It's like a pasta brush. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> this is only $30 on Amazon, but I guess you you have the brush and you put the roller in your hair, but then the brush handle comes out so you can leave that roller while you put the oh, other two that. in so that it helps you to get the look that you want. I think that's cool. Your hair, I guess. For, so you get bouncier curls that way. Well, all good. Okay. But so the one that I really liked is this phone case. It's called the pout case and it's a mobile beauty case and it's actually the world's first two in one beauty phone case. So this is a snap-on case and it fits on the 6, 6S, 7, and 8 iPhone models. So you're bound to have one of those, right? Right. And it has a slide-out palette and you can customize it with three different makeup products. So you can have a lipstick in there, you could have a foundation, you could have a lip balm, whatever you want, and change them off. Now, I do think, especially for people who are going out and they don't want to really have a purse exactly with them. I think it's a great whatever, idea. Um, I, I don't quite understand how you get it all customized, or if you just buy each one separately. Uh, it's $20 at Pout, so you, P-O-U-T, so you can go there and, and look that up. And that's and really not see ex- how you that's get so that. inexpensive. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, I think that that's something I can see, especially young girls, you know, who are going clubbing exactly. and stuff. And just have their phone with them, but this way they've got their makeup. Well, it's great for you and your, your club banging. Oh, well. <laughs> So hard every night. I can't even tell you. I don't even know what to talk about. Anyway, but that's, those are a you few of You should just the, call them and ask them if they have your coral shades. Yes, I'm going to do that. Yes. Um, but those are some new, you know, I, know, I think do it's, come up with I do some think new it's ideas. really cool. Yeah, I think so too. So here's a color that we didn't get to that I wanted your opinion on. Um, apparently Gen Z was really loving yellow. Mm-hmm. But there is an unexpected color that has been gaining ground. Uh, and they, I don't know what you call it. It's, it's an electrifying, they say it's electrifying neon and eerily reminiscent of Nickelodeon's infamous slime. It's a lime green. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, what do you think of lime green? They they say it's part of this whole ugly fashion trend, which well, I, mean, I didn't I, know was out there. I mean, the thing is, if you saw someone on a street and it was, um, like, let's say, lime green denim and a lime green shirt, that might be a bit much. Yeah. But if you had a, a nice tailored pair of pants and a lime green and had an accompanying, like, more neutral or navy or black or something around it, that might be kind of nice. I think this this color Just green. Just a touch. Yeah, yeah. And this color in a touch is really nice, I think, in, like, athleisure or sport. I think it looks really nice. I think sometimes you see leather coats and they've got a little bit of that kind of green piping. Yeah. You know, I think if it's a touch, it's fine. If you're trying to make... um. You know, like a neon lime statement. Yeah, you might look so a little. You, you might look a little tart. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know about ugly fashion that this is on the rise? I didn't. Well, it, apparently they. I think it's always been present. There's a lot of ugly fashion. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a whole other story that we won't even go into. Okay. Well, anyway, those are those are your your tips on beauty and color coming up, and uh, we're going to take a break. And when we get back, it's time to wrap things up. We got a couple more stories and some steals and deals, so don't go away. Ooh, welcome back to Shop Girls. We're just dancing we're just up a jamming. storm here. I guess because we're going to rock a bye out of here soon. <laughs> <Yeah>, pretty soon. <laughs> this is Harmony Kaplan along with Grant Whitaker. And you are listening to the uh, the last little bit of Shop Girls. But, you know, you can listen anytime you want because the podcast is out there. Yes. So wherever you get your podcast, you can listen so that, you know, if this isn't a convenient time for you, you yeah. know, whatever's good for you. Get all your news and shopping are updates. there for you. So we wanted to cover a couple other um, stories before we get to our steals and deals. I thought it was very interesting. Uh, there was a study, you know, there's a lot of studies that are done. Uh, the NPD Groups Retail Tracking Service did this study that said the sale of high heels is declining. In in 2017, it declined by 11% in the U.S. And during that same period, sneaker sales were up 37%. Very interesting. So it would seem that more women are dressing down in a way. Now, is this your experience that you've seen? Would you say that it that seems that way to you? Because you're dealing with women in fashion all the time. I think it's, no, I think for me, it's still a good mix because I think, you know, ultimately when you're working with somebody or if you're presenting a look, you know, or you're yeah. doing an editorial, you know, you, we always have to show the, the diversity of everything. Right. So I think uh, what I will say is I, I don't see as many um, real stilettos. Yeah. You know, and that, that I mean by like five or six like the really real, yeah. spiked heels, yeah. you know, and a lot of those are really only particularly being made by like the Louboutins, right, you know, and right. things like that They're nowadays. Blonde. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I think the thing is, and, you know, I realize it depends on your lifestyle and all that, too. But women's do do your legs look beautiful when you're wearing a really high heel? Yes. Right. But from a practical standpoint, um, it's not really so comfortable it's not easy to get around uh obviously athleisure has become such a big thing and so it's not really 
you know, the look that people are wearing as much. Uh, it's also interesting. They said um, Serena Williams had proudly admitted that when she went to the royal wedding after party, she posted a picture of her in a beautiful dress, but she was wearing Valentino sneakers. But you know what? I was just um, and not talking about where I was or where I wasn't, but I think it, it context in terms of shopping I was in San Francisco, which is a great city to walk in. I had never seen such amazing i mean i i because there's such great department stores and sure. stuff i had never seen such great sneakers yeah yeah and i mean i kept going oh my god those are amazing and those are amazing right. and those are amazing and they and they can look good i mean first of all under her evening gown it really right. didn't matter um the other thing that i thought was interesting you know, at the Cannes film festival it's always been a rule literally a rule that when they walk the red carpet they have to wear high heels. And this last, in, in May, Kristen Stewart was there, and just to show them, she removed her shoes before she walked the red carpet and walked barefoot. So, I, you know, I just think that, um, well, I, this was funny, because, I mean, in this same article, they were saying that flat shoes also enable women to escape from dangerous situations, <laughs> which I really hadn't thought about that. But they right. said, unfortunately, there are times when it's good to be able to run. Exactly. And you sure wouldn't want to run in stilettos. Right. So, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I'm sure liking the sneakers better. Well, and sometimes comfort is um, comfort allows for someone to really feel one empowered, but look confident. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Um, okay. So here, you know, we've also talked how the scrunchie came back into, into fashion. But there is sort of the anti-scrunchie out there for those who can afford it. There, now, do you know this designer? I, I'm not even positive how to pronounce his name. David Mayette, I think it would be. It's M-A- I had not heard of David. Okay, I hadn't either. But he has come up with a metal, solid, very expensive and French, uh, fancy scrunchie is the only way I guess that I could put it. Um, but it's... It, I mean, it's quite beautiful. He it has, is very this, beautiful. This designer, David Mayette, has clients who include Natalie Portman and um, Leah Sidhu. And I don't know Leah Sidhu, but I guess she's famous. Uh, anyway, he, but the way to describe it is, yeah, it's a really, it. it's a, it's a like a scrunchie of its sorts. The shape of it actually looks like the most refined napkin holder. Yeah, or a bangle bracelet. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and it comes in three different golds, white gold, rose gold, and yellow gold. But it does look very classy. It does, and it should, because it's $630. Yeah. But um, it is... Don't get your hairspray on that one. No, 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 no. (laughs) In all ways, it's quite the opposite of um, a little scrunchie, but it's for those who can afford it, and I mean, it certainly looks pretty. So, okay, well, I guess we uh, better get to some steals and deals. Love steals and deals. Well, first of all, you know, showroom closed. Yes. But fitting room has exactly. opened. Yes. So this is the same location. The fitting room is at 316 West 38th Street in Minneapolis. And they are celebrating their opening today from noon until 6 p.m. So you still have plenty of time to get over there. Um, they're having a grand opening with uh, snacks and live music and drinks. And you can shop the collection and there's several designers brands like Alma Mia Fault Design Tessa Louise Scott J. Lehman and, and several more 
So um, have you been there since they have changed? I was a big fan of Showroom. I've I used stuff from there because, one, I want to support my local designers, but I love the influence of what, you know, Kay Yurick and Kimberly had done and, and yeah. Jen. But I think this is a nice move, and it's a little bit of a different location for them. I think they're going to do really well. I will go there and yeah. spend some time next week. Unfortunately, this weekend is like... Well, it's you're a little, a little busy. Yeah. You're a little busy. But anyway, so that's happening today. Um, there is a great sale for anyone who likes Club Monaco. And I do, I do like They've Club got Monaco. Great, great clothes. They do. You can take an extra 30% off of their sale styles. This goes on, it's a limited time, but it mm-hmm. goes on into July. Um, you can do this in store and online, and you don't have to have a, a code to. Um, to get that. There's also a vintage market launch. This is tomorrow, June 24th from noon till five. It's the Twin Cities first official monthly mobile vintage market. And it's being held at Sociable Cider Works. And all of the vendors have joined forces and they're bringing out one of a kind vintage finds from collectors all around Minnesota. That sounds like something you would like. Yeah, absolutely. And that's located at 1500 Northeast Fillmore in Minneapolis. Hmm. Um, There's an Atelier Pronovia's trunk show at White. I I lost the name of the place. It's White. White, Oh, excuse me. White Room. I knew it wasn't White House. White Room. This is June 29th to July 8th, 16th in Hennepin. And this is a bridal gown designer and you get 10% off of a gown from this particular collection. But they have lots of pretty things there. So that might be something that you want to think about if you're heading to the altar. Yeah, absolutely. So, and you will be heading down to the uh, festivities at Loring Park. Tomorrow is the Pride Parade. Everybody get out and support everybody. Love is love. Thank you for being with us, Grant. And thanks for listening to Shop Girls. We'll see you next week.